0: Hello and welcome to the show. I'm Jenna Morton. And I'm Tosh Taylor. And on today's show, we have a very informative and educational episode with the executive director of the Friends of Fundy. This is our friend, Micah Fardy. Welcome. Hi, thanks for having us. Yes, so happy to have you back with us and in studio. We've had you on the show before, but not
1: actually here in the studio. Well, I know, caught me a bit so. off guard. I'm <laughs> like, yes, in person. This is super.
0: Yeah, and this is going to be. I'm sure, like you said, very informative and very interesting discussion about specifically some things that you guys are doing around tourism development in the Fundy area.
1: I well, don't I'll know do where my you best. want to start. <laughs> she, <laughs> it's a big topic. <laughs> sure, yeah, share some of the great work that's been happening throughout the region, for sure.
0: Okay, so let's talk about how Friends works together with this other program. It's a partnership, actually, is what it is. Well, who is the partnership between to create the Rural Upper Fundy Partnership? Sure,
1: probably helps to go back a little bit. Yeah, please do. Thanks to the gift of time from COVID. Some local operators, community organizations, uh, we really started to rethink how tourism could have a greater impact on, we can call it the wealth and well-being of the communities within the region. So for us, for Friends of Fundy and some of the groups that we're working with, when we talk about the region, we're looking at the communities, so the new municipalities of Fundy-Albert up through the rural communities around Waterford into the town of Sussex and down through including now the community of St. Martin's, which is a part of uh, Fundy St. Martin's. And when we began this work in 2021, it was the municipalities of Hillsborough, Riverside Albert, Alma, up to Sussex, and then the municipality of St. Martin's. And within that area, it includes some iconic, amazing, Provincial and certainly a national attraction. So Hopewell Rocks Provincial Park, Cape and Rage, Fundy National Park and the Fundy Trail Parkway and Poli Mountain, which has been focusing now for the past few years at uh, really enhancing what its offer is to the community and outdoor recreation season all all year round Mm -hmm. and so really investing in their uh, mountain biking and, and trail offer. So that different operators, tourism associations, chambers at various levels, municipalities. Uh, we started having conversations around what this work could look like. Given that visitation is, you know, a lot in a certain <laughs> part of the year, we wanted to just start to think, okay, how can we make that work even better for the local communities and local local uh, economies? So, with a really great partnership with ACOA and the province of New Brunswick, we started having community conversations. And at the same time, we also did a review of all the reports and different strategies and work that has been taking place specific to that region since I think we went back to 1996 so we reviewed all of those reports and when I say community conversations they were large community discussions you know everyone's welcome to join we met with municipalities we met with groups of business operators we had conversations with individuals who just had some questions and looking to get involved or looking to understand okay what could this work look like we did do a often called a you know, a tourism asset inventory, so basically took a look at all the businesses, food and beverage, accommodation, gas stations, perhaps tourism-adjacent businesses that are currently existing and operating in that same region. Um, we also did um, a really great research project, so we worked with the Albert County Museum specifically and they reached out to their connections of other museum and historical organizations within the region. They visited every municipality and they put together an extensive assessment which is a wonderful storytelling tool. Yeah, uh, The template was like two pages and I think the museum's final report was yeah. so great. <laughs> India busy. would be big. Yeah. And then, I mean, because those are the stories of, of place. It's mm-hmm. the, the history of place and just some really great recommendations on where communities or operators and, and different organizations could be focusing and highlighting. We also did a digital assessment knowing that it could be very busy and <laughs> you know, online in the uh, digital space. So how is the region? being received and how people are finding out about that based on what as individual operators, as organizations, as municipalities, as regional, provincial efforts are being pushed out. So what's what's being sent out and more important and equally important, what how are we understanding how we might be connecting with people who would be interested coming to this area? So we, we did those basic reports in, in throughout 2021 and into 2022. And then last November, first, second and third, we invited everyone who was a part of that region, all potential partners in you know, our neighboring urban communities, to come and you know, so we could share back what we learned in all the conversations, what was brought forward in, in the different research bits that we did, and just kind of frame it up so a lot of, okay, this is what we heard not just over the past year with community conversations from different groups. So I think it's, it's really important we always emphasize the different groups operators, municipal government, regional government, conversations with province, but also residents and community organizations. So present back what we heard and get a sense of, here's what we're thinking the next direction looks like in order to meet that longer term goal of ensuring that communities are benefiting, you know, intentionally benefiting from the guests that come into the area. And when we say communities, we always certainly mean the economies, but also our amazing natural assets, the great community work that organizations are doing, how are we understanding how, how, the, how all of that interplays? So it's a really holistic holistic perspective on that. So I will also add, during that great year of kind of research discovery, pulling all that information together, we were introduced to Destination Canada, who were also uh, beginning this transition and really starting to focus more and more energies and resources on the importance of destination development and stewardship. So Destination Canada, certainly known to be the national marketing engine
0: mm-hmm.
1: right, for the country and, uh, internally and certainly externally, and now placing a very significant amount of energy and resources and understanding around applying a regenerative lens to destination development and stewardship. So, They were really interested in what we were doing collectively in this region, which was great because that gave us even more learning opportunities, more opportunities to share what we were understanding and to hear from other communities um, across the country who are at different, you know, different stages throughout this work. Um, So Destination Canada came to join us last year. Excellent. Trans-Canada Trail and Destination Canada had also formed a partnership around this same piece of getting an understanding of what does the work look like for strong destination development and stewardship. So excellent. TransCanada Trail came and joined us as well and, and we've been partnering with them um, for a while because obviously our region is rich in trails for outdoor adventure, for community wealth and rec- health and recreation, and you know even certainly for non-motorized is often what we what we, we traditionally look at for the trails in our region but there is a thriving and very wonderfully maintained motorized trail system mm-hmm. that goes throughout the mountains and has incredible volunteer leadership and things like that so a lot of what we do is okay how do we bring these two communities together as well because it's it's their impact in communities that has incredible value and then we had an opportunity to do some learning with the Shorefast Foundation so they Uh, That is the nonprofit charitable organization that operates the Fogo Island Inn Um, and the Fogo Island Inn is a social enterprise which feeds a lot of the great community economic development work that happens in Fogo and you know that same model taking place in four or five places that's led by ShoreFast across the country as well. So we were really fortunate um, last year to have a lot of these learning opportunities and we presented them at last year's summit and from there really got wonderful input, feedback, and more participation from communities to be, here's how we want to test out some small pilot projects or prototypes to see how we can build tool sets to help us make that transition to destination development and stewardship. Next week at the summit, again, November (laughs) 1st, 2nd, and the morning of the 3rd, it's about sharing back, here's what we've learned since then, not just on our own as a region, but also with some really great partnerships, provincially and nationally.
0: Well, I certainly Here's- want to talk more about what this year's summit will see, um, and then how people can decide what part of the summit they're going to go to. So maybe we can kind of break it down, this year's summit a little bit, um, as to like, do they need to buy tickets for all three days, or is it can you go by day kind of idea?
1: Mm-hmm. There is There's a registration ticket fee for the whole piece. There's different prices depending on if you're an operator, okay. depending on if you're a community organization, a organization, or if you're a larger entity that's coming to join. So that is all. Tickets are on Eventbrite. And you can get there through the Rural Upper Fundy Partnership page. You can follow Rural Upper Destination Development in just on Facebook. I and mean, we've been pushing it out quite a bit yeah. as well. But we've also made it super affordable. The overall encouragement is if at all possible, come join for all of it. Right. Because we're weaving a story throughout that, mm-hmm. the amazing um, folks that we have coming to speak have also been on the same kind of learning path. Our role as, as, as the partnership is ensuring that we can use that great learning for our own work here on the ground and really start to enhance existing partnerships, strike up new partnerships, in order to move forward and build out the work. And, and again, with the guidance of what, you know, larger entities such as Destination Canada and TransCanada Trail are also learning about their role. What's our role as community? What's municipal role? What's larger national organization role? And then really focusing on specific projects, but having them all kind of integrated together. So that's the easiest way to, to connect with the event next week. So our first day, so we've been uh, since the beginning of this, uh, working with some amazing practitioners, where we refer to them as practitioners because they are actively learning along with us, but certainly providing guidance based on their expertise. Um, but their level of of engagement and working through as we're, you know, learning and developing as we go has been excellent. So Lisa Robloch, her organization, her business is called Wicked Ideas, she is a leader in certainly Atlantic Canada and on the national scene with B Corporation, so doing business for good. And Lisa's expertise is really looking at reframing, thinking about working through complex issues, complex problems, and so what she calls wicked problems needing wicked ideas. And then we've also been working with Jamie Gamble, so from Imprint Consulting, Jamie um, does great stuff all over the world in really understanding you know complex issues, working through systems change. Uh, measurement and evaluation is his his main focus. So, with their guidance and support, we've we've looked through all of the work that's taken place this year, and we'll be Jamie's going to be presenting a lot of that, but not kind of death by PowerPoint. We will be exploring what we've learned and everybody's experience through community panels. So, different representatives from different communities working on different projects speaking about here's how perhaps these tools helped, here's how we're seeing a difference in understanding maybe the issues that we're trying to solve or really grasping on to the opportunities that we see present and how the work of the past year or so is helping to influence and facilitate that community action on the ground. Um, So that's kind of day one. And uh, with a nice little taste of local at the end, little um, celebration with folks from St. Martin's, Old Molly's, and their completely locally sourced uh, charcuterie boards, mm. which something <laughs> wonderful to experience there. So they'll, they'll be uh, offering that up on that on the evening of the, the first night. And then also uh, Sussex Ale Works will be there. Those two businesses kind of putting together a nice little food beverage experience. And then on day two, around that regenerative regenerative approach to destination development, and that comes back to tourism experiences. Uh, We've invited Celeste Devar from Earth Rhythms uh, Consulting. Celeste uh, operates out of Wolfville. His expertise, his passion is working with communities to co-create and design um, tourism experiences that speak directly to what matters to communities, really provide immersive experiences for guests, from local or far, and understanding, okay, how is this really lending itself and benefiting the larger community fabric in whatever way operators, organizations, and things are doing. Mm-hmm. Um, so Celeste will become speaking specifically about that, and he's also doing um, some work with the province overall, which is really great, because that means work at a regional level is then aligning with work at a provincial level, and it's, yep, we're kind of moving forward together, mm-hmm. which is great. We've also invited uh, Jonathan uh, Foster back, and he's with the Gross Institute for Sustainable Tourism. They are doing amazing work. All aligned, again, in the same thought of community wealth, well-being. How are we highlighting the strengths, the assets in communities to really understand, yep, you know, convening, mobilizing, and then rethinking how to work through some of the challenges, but also seizing the opportunities that exist in communities that really are at the, the core of some transformational tourism experiences. So we're kind of always working along that continuum. They've done some great work lately in Nebraska. They're working with the Cody Institute out of St. Avex. So we're really looking forward to some great learning and conversation with Jonathan again. We will also be inviting Vanessa Pisani. So she is with New Venture. She does some great work with the Pandesh Ponday Center. We're going to be tapping into Vanessa's expertise on social enterprise. So all along when we talk about um, local economies, community economies, when we talk about engagement, we also want to be coming up with some different tools to help communities act on their great ideas. Mm -hmm. And uh, social enterprise is a great business model that, whether it's a for-profit or community organization or partnership, that can really help in bolstering. Um, local economy. So we want to make sure that operators, community organizations, residents that are participating have an understanding and how to access those those different types of tools. And then we have a little bit of workshopping so everybody can kind of lean in to whatever aspect we've heard about over the day and a half to learn more to how it may, may be applied to their own experience. And then yeah working directly with operators to probably refocus a little more about okay, based on what their experience is in the region, based on what maybe their year or previous years have been like, what they're looking at in the future, what specifically can we be focusing on or find support to help with, maybe it's the tools that are there, maybe it's access to more information, to support those types of partnerships and really, we know, you know operators that are in the community, businesses in the community, they live in the community. Right. that that's their primary mm-hmm. primary focus in terms of yeah, I have a business and it contributes to the community that I care about. So that's kind of the overall two and a half days that, that we've been planning. So
0: what comes next? So you've, you've got another year between next year's summit. So what's the plan for you guys at the partnership and how you guys are working together
1: to create stuff for summit number three? Some of the stuff that I shared Jamie will be presenting on on day one around some different tools, some prototypes. Um, Tosh, you're really familiar with the Driftscape mm-hmm. app when we um, trying to start to incorporate a tool that can help us learn how people are traveling through the region. So we use the Tales of the Fundy Tides. So we'll be sharing back about what we learned on that piece and based on that, how we're recommending, that tool gets used to do work moving forward, we also and that that tool came from a partnership with Sussex. So we're building on some great ideas that Sussex was doing. Okay. We also did a little prototype kind of trial on a ambassador program using JPrep, so an online learning app. And this is what Poly Mountain has been using and found really effective. So again, we leveraged the relationship that Poly Mountain had with this Canadian company, added on. It has some business compliance that is New Brunswick specific, some modules there. But we built out an ambassador program um, to also help community organizations, frontline folks that are working in business, have a better understanding and be able to share more about the region. So. We piloted that or prototyped that, have a little bit of information, we'll be presenting that back with here's our thoughts on how that can be used moving forward.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: We also completed a Green Step audit on the region. So, Green Step is a firm out of BC. They do incredible work in terms of let's understand wh- where we are at through a sustainability lens region wide. So, that's everything from community engagement, from you know, asset conservation, protection, development, waste management, partnerships. Uh, so we have an extensive report with some recommendations that we'll be sharing back Kay. at the summit to say, and here's how we see building this out.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: So the long term, the next year, we'll be reflecting really kind of scaling those different those different tools to work towards the bigger goal of creating a a partnership so actually now activating the partnership around destination development stewardship starts at the community and builds Mm -hmm, out mm -hmm. that is the actual work that will be taking place plus some other pieces that we've we've heard
0: and for people who might want to go to the summit yes how do they get tickets
1: it's go to so easiest on Facebook so the rural upper Fundy partnership and every link there is going to send you to the Eventbrite. That's the easiest way. If there's any challenges, you can contact Friends of Fundy office at friendsoffundy.ca and we can follow up that way.
0: And it's in Sussex at Holy Mountain, right? It is at Holy
1: Mountain Resort. Okay.
0: Okay, excellent. Fantastic. Thank you so much for coming on the show again, Micah. Sure. Yeah, it was great. Thank you.